0: Today we'll be talking about the snake in the desert, alright, now this story comes straight from Numbers 21, 4-9, to alright, so let's read Numbers 21, 4-9, to nine. it'll come up on the screen right now, alright, Numbers 21, 4-9, they traveled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom, but the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the desert? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest the miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit bit the people and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on the pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, he lived. Alright, so we look at, we just looked at Numbers 21 for tonight. Uh, our first section of Numbers 21 We'll be talking about trusting in God And you will live Alright There's a simple truth in this story That we find throughout the Bible Alright First we must trust in God We must trust Him to please Him And we must trust Him for our salvation Alright The first one we can find in Hebrews 11-6 we must trust him to Jesus. Hebrews eleven six, Hebrews eleven six, says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards these who earnestly seek Him. Right? So, without faith, we can't trust in God. God wants us to have faith in Him, uh, so He can, so He can help us. So He can bless us the next one is we must trust him for our salvation you can find that in John 3 16 it says that for God so loved the world he gave his only one and only son so whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life alright uh, we must trust God for everything alright because the Israelites because the Israelites did not trust God uh, he sent for good mistakes let them die in the desert He, uh, yeah he let them die in the desert um, even after God showing his power to them when he freed them from Egypt they still didn't trust God to take them to the promised land alright so this wasn't like a one time thing oh we're not trusting in God uh, this is our first time not trusting in God no this had happened before God had already had already forgiven them and they were at it again they they lost faith in God even after God uh, even after God freed them from the power of Egypt or and even after God put all the plague on Egypt so his people could be free they still did not trust in God all right? they were impatient people you know, they really never trusted Sometimes um, God will deliver us from all our uh, fights, all our, our bad things that are happening to us. And whenever that happens, we're trusting in God. But whenever He doesn't deliver us, whenever He, he doesn't you know, answer your prayers, we lose faith in God and God doesn't want that. God wants you to trust Him even when you're going through bad things because He can help you go through them. Alright? God has a plan for you and you have to to follow God's plan if you want to make it to the promised land. Alright? And now they didn't believe He could sustain them while they were living in the desert. Alright? So these people, the, the Israelites, they believed God would be able to sustain them while living in, in the desert. You know they they, they couldn't believe that. You know? uh, Jesus said to those who believed in him, have eternal life. But those who don't are condemned already. All right. So people were not believing in God, so they were condemned. All right. God. See, when Jesus came to this is like Sino. When Jesus came to die for us, a lot of people did not believe in him. All right. But those who who do believe in Him will have eternal life. The same thing with God. If you believe in God, you'll have eternal life with Him. You'll you'll be saved. You know the snake thing. God did not send His Son to condemn us, but to save us through Him. All right. So God, you know, God didn't send His Son to condemn the world. To, you know, to kill us. To uh, he, he sent the, the to save us. The Lord had recently instructed Moses not to make an image of any animal to worship. All right, so if the Lord had already declared or had told already Moses to not make an animal of an image to worship, why would why would uh, He instruct Moses to make the image of the brown snake? Well, I believe that God did not put the snake there for worship. He put the snake there so we could trust in Him. Alright, let me give you an example. God... God put the snake there. Alright? God commanded Moses to put the snake there. And He told Moses, Whoever gets bitten, I want you to tell them to look at the snake. And they will live. Alright? So, because God told Moses to tell them to look at that snake, the people had to trust in God and believe that the snake was going to heal them. You know, they had to trust in him because God had told them, trust in me, look at the snake, because I told you to look at the snake, and you will be healed. So, the snake wasn't really there to be worshipped. He didn't tell them, worship the snake. No, he told them, trust in God. Trust in me you. You know, Do what I say, and you will be healed. Right? I'm telling you to look at that snake when you get bitten. And you're going to get healed. And people did that. When people looked at the snake, he got healed. They got healed. People got healed. Every time they were bitten, they would look at the snake, and God would heal them. Why? Because they were listening to God They were doing what God had told them to do Look at the snake when they get bitten Alright So 700 years later We look In the book of 2 Kings 18-4 Ironically The King Hezekiah had Torn the snake down Why? Because the people, the Israelites Had lost faith in God again Right, they had lost faith in God, they had they named the snake Nehustan, and they were worshiping the snake. See the, the main thing, God did not want them to worship the snake. Whenever he built whenever Moses built the snake. He wanted them to worship God. It was more like a reminder. You look at that snake, you know they got it in control. But you all know, these people were, were burning incense to the snake. They were worshiping the snake. All right. So King Hezekiah, you know, broke the snake. Broke it into pieces. Well, you can find that in Second Kings 18 to 4. Right? It says, He removed the high places, smashed the sacred stone, and cut down the Asherah's pole. The bronze... He broke into pieces the bronze snake Moses had, had made. For up to that time, the Israelites had been burning incense to it. And it was called the Hester. Right? So these Israelites were, again following God's orders and you know telling you know he told him not to worship the snake you know so they broke the snake the story that um, here in numbers might sound harsh you know that our loving God would send snakes amongst amongst his people to bite them because they grumbled against him they talked mess against him. Well, you need to know that we must put our faith in God. our Or our fate, F-A-T-E, will be worse than being bitten by snakes. He's basically saying that we must believe in God. Because we are going to have a worse fate, F-A-T-E, than being bitten by snakes. Meaning, eternal life and hell. Right? So we must put our faith in God. Or our fate... Will be worse than being bitten by a snake. All right, we looked at numbers 14, 29 to thirty five. The people that his Israelite people during the desert, God had already told them the adult Israel, the adult Israelites, that they were not going to enter the promised land. got right? God, these people that were, you know. Talking against God had already done this, all right. They had already had a chance. They, this wasn't their first time, all right. They they had worship. They worship a bull, you know. God God told them not to do that, and now they were they were talking this against God, even after God took them out of Egypt. So they had already. They knew already that the people that were twenty and. Up, would not see the promised land. Right? They would not see it. So, so all these people were talking mess. You know, they already they have nothing to lose. I guess they're not going to see the promised land. So they got nothing to lose. So they're talking mess against God. So God sent the saints. because God wanted to show them how it felt to be on God's wrong side but you know God being a merciful guy he just doesn't do this just because he does it because they were doing dumb stuff you know they were except for Joshua and Catholic you know they were, they were believers they believed in God hundred percent so they never got to they never suffered you know, by getting bitten by snakes and stuff because they were, they were believers all right so these people were talking mess. So God told them, "You know what? You want to be in my, in my my wrong side, all right?" So that's what happened. But God gave him a God gave him a, a potion. You know, He gave him a a healing thing. He gave him the bronze snake. So He still loved them, but He was, I guess, disciplining them, all right. Uh, and number two, Jesus makes the story make sense. Jesus makes this story make sense. So the bronze snake was a symbolic of his death, It was a symbolic sign of his death at the current. Alright? Jesus compared himself to the snake and said, in John 3.14 Jesus said, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the son of man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. So Jesus said this. If you look at John 3, uh, verse 14 to 15, you can see what Jesus said. You know, he, he quoted. You know He said that just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert. So the son of man must be lifted up. That everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. All right? The Israelites had to trust in God enough to actually look up at the brown snake. For healing. Of snake. Alright. So they had to trust him. They had to, had to say alright. We trust we believe that you said uh, look at at the snake so we can be healed by by the snake so they trusted him it was probably weird for them to look at an image of the very thing that did them to receive healing the the snake was a symbolic of Jesus many many scholars think that the snake uh, has a horizontal beam or had a horizontal beam of a cross adding to the symbolism of Christ. <clears throat> we are all snake bitten spiritually. Right here we see that all of us are snake bitten, meaning that we are all sinners. Jesus said we must look to him for healing. We we look at this in Romans three twenty-three. It says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So why would Jesus compare him himself to a snake if he was if he was sinless? Well Jesus compared him, himself to a sinful, harmful snake because he became sin for us. Alright, so whenever he was over here, he became sin for us. So he had to be punished paying for our sins because we all know that the penalty for sin is death so when jesus took all of our sin from the past present and future he had to die so we didn't have to and we see that in galatians 3 13 it says christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone who is hung on a So God took all of our sin And because he did that He had to die on the cross So we could be spiritually Good with God So he died So we didn't have to die So we didn't have to be condemned Alright So we know that We know from the story of Adam and Eve That the snake is a symbolic Sign of Satan And evil we see from the story in numbers that God also uses Satan to punish those who don't trust in him so God uses this symbol the snake as you know Satan because during the Adam and Eve times Satan uses snake alright so how, why would Jesus you know why would Jesus be called a the snake then Jesus did not become Satan. He he didn't. But he became cursed for us. He became. He was unclean. Alright. So he became sin for us. He took all the sin. And hurting of humanity. Upon himself. On the cross. And paid for all of it. In the cross. Past. Present. And future. So that we can have. Right standing with God. Alright. God even turn his back on him because he had so much sin right? if we had all that sin God would turn his back on us but God gives us grace he he sent his son to die on the cross for us as the Israelites looked to the snake they were admitting that they had been bit and needed help from God so they would not perish we look to Jesus in the cross admitting that we are all sinners and trust in him that he will save us heal us trust that he paid the ultimate price for our sins. We are also stating that we believe in God, we believe in Jesus, and we are trusting in him for our salvation. The snake in the desert is a clear picture of what Christ died for us. He was lifted up on a cross just like the snake was lifted up on a pole. Jesus became sin for us and paid for our sins if we will trust in Him. Right, so He paid for our sins if we will, tr- if, if, if we will trust in Him. And John 12:32 it says, "But I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself." Meaning that if we would lift up His name, He will draw all people who will accept Him into His kingdom. The story is another great example of the old testament scripture that was that has a direct reference to Christ. Alright, so in conclusion As the Israelites looked at the snake for healing, we must look up into Christ. We must look up to him. We must look up to him for salvation. You know, we must trust like the Israelites trusted in God, you know, when they looked up at the snake. That he would heal them We must look up to Jesus And trust in him That he died on the cross for us And he gave us salvation If we would trust in him We must trust in him Alright, thank you